Welcome back to the All Things Football podcast and Happy New Year to you all. 2022 is here and it starts with the same problems as what we've seen in recent years. Poor refereeing decisions, standards below par and a system in VAR that just isn't consistent enough. And further to that, we've seen far too many postponements due to COVID and injuries. Crawley Town Manager John Yems had some interesting comments after their game as he had 19 players out due to COVID and injuries but was told they had to play. He mentioned Premier League clubs get the games postponed, but the lower leagues, they just crack on. And I've got to say, I have to agree. There is enough in squads these days, more so than ever in the top leagues, where games can continue. So why should it be any different for the top clubs? So talking of that and the Premier League, let's start there when we come back. It wouldn't be the Premier League without some controversy and that is what we had, especially at the Emirates Stadium as Arsenal and Manchester City faced off. With the away side coming away with all three points, Arsenal 1, Manchester City 2, a fair few decisions in this game that really VAR should have looked at. Again, it's that status quo of it happened in another game, the consistency was there. But the same thing happened in this game and it wasn't checked and it wasn't given. So a fair few decisions and Arsenal can really look going away from this game, feeling a bit hard done by with the decisions in this game. But as ever, Arsenal won, Manchester City two. That means that Manchester City now are 11 unbeaten in the league. As for Arsenal, that's their first loss in a fair while after an unbeaten run that went back some time. Now, a team that are unbeaten themselves is Tottenham Hotspur. They played a Claudio Ranieri side, Watford, who needed a victory. And as you can imagine, Watford nil. Tottenham Hotspur won. Eight unbeaten now for Tottenham. Six losses on the bounce now for Watford. It is not looking good for Watford. And this is a team that has a credibility of sacking managers very, very swiftly. Could Claudio Ranieri be next on that list of Watford managers? As for Conte, Tottenham doing really well into sixth position and remain in sixth position. And that unbeaten run is looking good so far. A fantastic game played down at Selhurst Park. Crystal Palace 2, West Ham United 3. West Ham United in this game were 3-0 up at the time. And looking like they were cruising. It could have been more, if anything, for uh, for West Ham United. However, Patrick Vieira revitalised that team in the second half and Crystal Palace got the two goals back but it just wasn't enough for them for West Ham United that's two games on the bounce now unbeaten as for Crystal Palace that was their first loss after a couple of wins losses and more draws in there for themselves now a game that was played on the TV that was Brentford and Aston Villa Brentford needed some victories after two losses on the bounce and Aston Villa under Steven Gerrard they needed a victory as well who got it? Brentford did. Brentford 2, Aston Villa 1. Brentford now are needed that win after two losses on the bounce. Aston Villa now two losses on the bounce for them. A manager that is really under some scrutiny. And it is Rafa Benitez at Everton. And the reason he is under some scrutiny is because they haven't won. in The, the wins just aren't coming for them. They... Um, They've got three losses in the last five, four points in the last five on their Everton two, Brighton and Hove Albion three. That's three unbeaten now for Brighton and Hove Albion looking to revitalise that form that they showed earlier on in the season. They are in ninth position, Everton languishing down in 15th. How long, how long is it before Rafa Benitez is shown the door for Everton? Talking of Everton and transfer. 
they have made a signing. Um, that's Vitaly Mikolenko from Dynamo Kiev for an undisclosed fee. So they are making some changes and I believe there is another one on the cards for them as well. Leeds United, Burnley, battle of the bottom and victories were needed for both of these sides. Leeds United, however, did get the victory. Leeds United 3, Burnley 1. And Dan James with a goal for Leeds United. It's good to see that his career is looking good at Leeds United after his move from Manchester United in the summer. But Leeds United 3, Burnley 1. Leeds United, you needed that win after three losses on the bounce. Burnley, you needed something from that. That's two losses on the bounce for yourself and a game that was absolutely phenomenal to watch and goal of the year contender already and we're only two days in and it was Chelsea 2 Liverpool 2 come back if anything else Liverpool 2-0 up they looked like they were cruising in control of the game Chelsea then sparked a comeback and that goal was unbelievable so if you get the opportunity watch the goal because Liverpool's defenders were even in a bit of awe as well how it went in Chelsea 2 Liverpool too. And we've just had the full-time whistle go at Old Trafford. Manchester United nil. Wolverhampton Wanderers won. A first loss for Ralph Rangnick and his team. Wolverhampton Wanderers, I believe that is your first victory at Old Trafford for a fair few years. That means you are now three unbeaten in the league i'm just double checking that but i believe you are now three unbeaten in the league um for yourselves eighth in the table so really good stuff from wolverhampton wonder especially after that little bit of a flop start to the season for yourselves in terms of the table that is it um newcastle and norwich didn't play aston villa didn't play and um for those for those teams so and again we are looking at some fa cup third round action at the weekend so no premier league football on the next episode of the all things football podcast we'll talk about it at the end we talked about it at the beginning but the standard of refereeing as i mentioned and var in particular in this league there needs to be some form of review um, as the consistency just isn't there and the refereeing standard doesn't really go any further than the premier league because when we come back there's more controversy as we talk about the championship Now, when it comes to the championship, there was only two teams that didn't play out of the top six due to COVID postponements, and that was Bournemouth and Fulham. And we'll come on to the scores in a minute. But as the transfer window has opened, I just wanted to run through a couple of transfers that have happened already for two sides. Keenan Davis has joined Nottingham Forest on loan from Aston Villa. And Daryl DK has joined on an undisclosed fee from Orlando City, uh, linking back up with Valerian Ishmael at West Bromwich Albion. Let's talk about what happened over the last couple of days. There was only one fixture in the EFL Championship on New Year's Day, and that was at Blackpool. And Hull City faced off with Blackpool picking up all three points, um, which was probably needed, um, I would say, for them. Hull City, that's two losses on the bounce for themselves after a really run of impressive form. Um, in the back end of 2021. Moving on to the fixtures on the 2nd of January, Bristol City 3, Millwall 2, a vital, vital victory for Bristol City. An Andres Weiman hat-trick. Um, he's scoring a fair few hat-tricks, actually, for Bristol City during his career there. But a 3-2 victory for them over Millwall. A team that did need a win, QPR, Birmingham City 1, QPR 2, all three points on the road for them. 
Uh, two wins on the bounce as well for QPR, which is superb, and two losses on the bounce for Birmingham City. So two sides in the complete different ray of form going to battle there. Now, two teams that are doing really, really impressive things this season, Blackburn Rovers and Huddersfield Town. Huddersfield Town doing really well in terms of clean sheets this season. They are six games unbeaten, Huddersfield. Could they continue that? Blackburn Rovers currently second in the league. They are nine unbeaten at the moment. That includes today's results. The draw was there. It was Blackburn Rovers nil, Huddersfield Town nil. Huddersfield Town, as I mentioned with the clean sheets, I believe it's 10 clean sheets they've had this season. They only managed 12 in the whole of last season. So a really great job done there from the manager and his team there. But Blackburn Rovers into second position as well now, which is fantastic. Blackburn Rovers looking to return to the Premier League after a nine-year absence. 2012 was when they dropped out of the Premier League. Huddersfield Town there more recently, actually. There's a two-year gap between them coming back. Could one of them make the surprise? Could they be joining each other back in the Premier League? We shall find out in 2022. Now, a really, really cagey affair. One with a bit of handbags at the end as well. West Bromwich Albion 1, Cardiff City 1. And I tell you, Daryl DK is needed big time for West Bromwich Albion. Um, as for Cardiff City, they put up a really good display yesterday. A point probably deserved. Um, West Bromwich Albion with a great finish. Grant, lovely through ball through to Robinson. Um, but yeah, really cagey affair. And it was just down to decisions from the referee. And I think not just for West Bromwich Albion, but for Cardiff City as well. There was, a, there was a fair few, but there was a couple of penalty decisions that didn't go, which should have been given as penalties for West Bromwich Albion. And then at the end, it just red car galore. Alex Mowat just before the end. Silly challenge. No idea why he did it, especially on the touchline. Yeah, yeah. No words really from me. I was really frustrated with that. And then Sam Johnston and Flint of Cardiff. They were both sent off at the end just for a bit of pushing and shoving. It did come up as foul and abusive behaviour on... Um, on the ticker, but no, they, they were sent off due to the rookers at the end. And it was all kicked off, really, just because of that penalty. Valerian Ishmael stormed onto the pitch at full time to try and give his piece. Fair, fair play to a couple of the Cardiff players, couple of, and Jake Livermore, for um, just keeping him in check, because otherwise he would have been in a little bit of bother. But Cardiff City won, West Bromwich Albion won there. And then yesterday we had a couple of fixtures. Um, I'm referring to the 3rd of January for this one. Reading 2, Derby County 2, and Bristol City 1, Preston North End 2. A really, really important win that for Preston North End, actually. And I'll say that because they're two wins on the bounce now, sitting comfortably in 14th position. Stoke City probably could have deserved that. Two losses on the bounce. They need a win to keep in check with that playoff race. As for Reading and Derby County, Derby County, you're four unbeaten, 11 points adrift. Can they do it? What do you think, fans? Can they do it? Derby County fans, I'm interested to see your points on this. Will you be playing League One football or can Wayne Rooney bring you out of this? And which, in my eyes, would be one of the greatest escapes, um, if possible. As for Reading, Reading still in 21st position, just above those playoffs there. That's the break now for the championship uh, as we move on to the FA Cup third round next weekend. So no championship games next weekend. It'll all be about the FA Cup. But we do have some fixtures that were played in EFL Leagues 1 and 2. So when I come back, let's round up those. So let's get underway with League 1. Again, a 
fair few fixtures were played in this league. Again, I mentioned it last week's proven one of my favourite leagues of the season. Just before we go into the action, there has been some transfers um, that have happened so far. We've had Dion Charles uh, move from Accrington Stanley to Bolton Wanderers for an undisclosed fee. And we've also had Saiku Jenner moving from Bristol City to Shrewsbury Town on loan. Shrewsbury Town are in really good form in a minute. We'll move on to that very, very shortly. And there has been a couple more. So we have Harvey McAdam has joined uh, Fleetwood Town from Ashton United for an undisclosed free. So transfers are slowly coming underway in League One. As for the action... There's been some good games. The really good games to play. There are some clubs that are in some really fine form in League One. And there are a couple that are not looking good in terms of the form that they're having at the moment. In terms of the sides, a fair few teams, as I mentioned, did play. There have obviously been some casualties due to COVID and injuries alike. But let's round off the fixtures. Burton Albion got off their 2022 campaign with a 4-1 victory over struggling crew Alex Zandra. Burton Albion currently 12th in the league. Really good victory for them. 4-1. It looked quite convincing as well, looking at the highlights. But a great goal from Crew. Got to be said, a great goal from Crew Alexandra on there. Now, a team that has Johnny Jackson in charge on a full-time basis. Not started really well since he's got the full-time job. A further loss today um, to Wickham Wanderers. Charlton nil. Wickham Wanderers won. Wickham Wanderers remain in fourth position. Charlton Athletic, you are down to 13th. That's two losses now on the bounce for the addicts. Um, Johnny Jackson, you've got the job full time now. You're doing really well as a caretaker boss. Um, what's changed? Charting athletic fans, what has changed? Has anything changed? Has he done anything with the side, the tactics or anything like that? Let me know um, just to make it a little bit more clearer for myself. A board draw was played out at Stadium MK. MK Don's last two, nil-nil against Gillingham. Struggling Gillingham side actually, that needed that point. Indeed, I think it's been a fair while since Gillingham last won a game. Um, so, yeah, a point that is much needed for Steve Evans and his team there. As for Gillingham, um, as for Gillingham, as for MK Dons, you're just outside of the playoffs in seventh position. Two games unbeaten for yourself. Still a cracking job. That's being done by Liam Manning. Um, Got to be said, MK Dons doing really well. They were one of the favourites, actually, to probably have the drop this season. Um, but they've proven their worth. Um, in this league so far. As I mentioned, a fair few sides hadn't played. Um, but in terms of results, Oxford United won, Cheltenham Town won. Oxford United, you remain in fifth position. You are now two games unbeaten, keeping your hopes of a playoff or even an automatic push on the cards for yourself. As for Cheltenham, 15th position for yourselves. That was much needed after two losses on the bounce for yourselves. Um, but you're still finding yourselves really good fame and form, actually. 15th in the league in the table there. And as for the league leaders, they are back to winning ways after the loss last week. And this time it came at home. 2-1 over Bolton Wanderers. Bolton Wanderers have three losses on the bounce. Ian Everett's side have dropped down to 17th in the table and um, things not looking good for Bolton Wanderers at the moment they are currently four points adrift could they get themselves into the mix could they drop back into League Two something that we never thought we'd say a couple of seasons to Bolton Wanderers back in League One after their stint in League Two last season and now for the team of the weekend and it has to be Morecambe they were 3-0 down at home 
to Doncaster Rovers. Doncaster Rovers, a team that needed a victory. They need wins. They are currently bottom of the league. 16 points. Six points adrift from even getting out of the relegation zone. And that's with three sides above them as well. Two losses on the bounce. They were 3-0 up. Step forward, a second half masterclass by Stephen Robinson. Whatever you said at halftime, it clearly worked for Morecambe as they actually came out with a 4-3 victory. And I've got to say, it's always great when you see a comeback, especially of that magnitude, 3-0 down to come back and win 4-3. So Morecambe are my team of the weekend. And just to put a little bit more sprinkle on that, that was their first win since the, uh, the 20th of November when they beat Fleetwood town so fair play to Morecambe another team that's done really really incredible in the last um, fair bit of while actually during December they are four and beaten up to 14th in the table on 29 points giving themselves a little bit of a cushion um, down away from the relegation zone but a fantastic win a 1-0 win at home over Sheffield Wednesday Sheffield Wednesday that's two losses on the bounce for yourselves you've dropped down to ninth position in the table but Shrewsbury Town fair play to you and Steve Cottrell four unbeaten in the league can you I think I don't know Shrewsbury Town fans tell me I think it's just staying in the league more than anything else there's going to be some tasty fixtures um, with the teams that come down from the championship so I think a really good point if they can keep themselves in league one and then the, we've had a game today um, sorry yesterday on the 3rd of January Cambridge United nil Portsmouth Nil. Now, this is a Portsmouth side that are currently 8th in the league, facing off against a Cambridge United team, 16th in the league. A fair following as well from those Pompey fans, but a board draw was it a 0-0 down at Cambridge. That's 10 now unbeaten in the league for Portsmouth. And as for Cambridge United, that was needed. That point was needed after two losses on the bounce in the previous. So in terms of that, that covers League One. Stephen Craney has been given the job full time at Fleetwood Town as well. So as for the table, we've got Rotherham United and Sunderland in the top two positions. Wigan, Wickham, Oxford and Plymouth in those playoff spots. MK Dons, Portsmouth, Sheffield Wednesday, Accrington Stanley and Ipswich Town and Burton make up the top half. 13th down to 20th, we've got Charlton, Shrewsbury, Cheltenham, Cambridge, Bolton, AFC Wimbledon, Morecambe again with that fantastic comeback victory over Doncaster and Fleetwood Town in 20th. And in the relegation zone, we've got a new face and that is Lincoln City. Lincoln City in 21st, Gillingham 22nd, Crewe 23rd and Doncaster Rovers in 24th. Are there some surprises to be had in League 2? Let's find out when we come back. Moving on to League Two, um, I wanted to do what I've done with the last couple of leagues, and that's bring some transfer news. But there's been no transfers as of yet made by any League Two side so far in these early days of the transfer window. So let's move straight over to the action um, for yourself. So let's move on to the games, and the first game of the weekend was Barrow One. Bradford City 2, Barrow 1, Bradford City 2, Barrow um, in a bit of on-thing form at the moment. A couple of wins, a couple of draws, a couple of losses at the moment. Four games unbeaten for Bradford City um, and they find themselves in 12th position. Barrow still in 19th after that loss today. 
Now, I just want to quickly talk about, I mentioned it in the intro, John Yems mentioned today um, that they've got 19 players currently out with COVID. Majority do have COVID and there's a fair few injuries as well, which is which is, which is is standard. But the point he was trying to make was that he still had his team. He still had to find a team for today using the youth and the players that he still had in the first team to, to put out a side today. And they were for, they were told to do that. But he made the point around the Premier League and maybe some championship sides that are um, able to have game postponed due to certain reasons. I can think of a few clubs in the championship that have had to have games postponed, even though they've had games that were played and vice versa and things like that. So it's a very good point from John Yems. But saying that, the team that he did put out today, they got the victory. Crawley Town 3, Colchester United 1. Crawley Town find themselves in 14th. Colchester United down in 20th. In terms for Crawley, that's three games unbeaten, two on the bounce being wins for themselves. As for Colchester, that's two losses on the bounce for you. But it just goes to prove that there are squads out there like Crawley that probably doesn't don't have as many youth or development squads as the bigger clubs, but they're able to play a game. And you know what? Playing the youth actually paid off for them, a 3-1 victory for them today as well and this is the problem i think i think development squads need to be used we've got this premier league under 23s league there's, there's those games are still going ahead i see those games still being played why can't they why can't give them a chance um to have a go especially the premier league what a great opportunity what a great time to shine for them to to really kick start their season there as well as for the league leaders forest green rovers you've guessed it it was another victory for themselves I'm going to have to have a look for them Look for them because they are in some really, really fine form at the moment, um, our Forest Green Rovers. They are certainly marching their way towards um, League One. They're currently seven points above Northampton Town and they're finding themselves nine points above the automatic race spots as well. So Forest Green Rovers in really fine form today. A 2-0 victory over struggling Stevenage. We'll come on to Stevenage in a moment. But as for Forest Green, that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten games unbeaten in League Two at the moment. And they are definitely proving that they are worthy um, to be um, champions of League Two. And I've got to say, just looking at the table as well, the goal difference for them amongst everyone else is absolutely phenomenal. They've, they've got a 25 goal difference. They've scored 45, only conceded 20. There's only really late and Orient that are even close to them. But everyone else is on really low, low figures. I think we mentioned that couple of weeks ago in a podcast about goal difference in some of the leagues this season which is absolutely crazy but yeah another win for forest green rovers there a ball draw hartlepool nil oldham athletic nil hartlepool you find yourselves in 15th oldham athletic you are still bottom but that point was probably needed that's two draws on the bounce for you as for hartlepool that draw was needed after a loss um, a couple of days ago for yourselves Another team that had a really good run of form, Scunthorpe United. Um, they played Carlisle today. Um, they had a really good run of form. That winning loss, um, that unbeaten form came to an unfortunate end for Scunthorpe as they went down 1-0 to Carlisle United. Carlisle United taking advantage. Two games now unbeaten for themselves. Two wins on the bounce for them as well. So that was a game that was needed to be won with them fighting around the Stevenages, Scunthorpes and Oldhams of the lower part of the table. I'm going to save this club till next actually i'm going to do this fixture last but a great great top of the table clash and that was swindon town and the cobblers northampton northampton town were on a really good run of form unbeaten before this game they are still second in the table okay so two points away from the playoffs but they are in second position as for swindon town that was a win that was needed 
Two games unbeaten now, after two losses previous to that. But a 5-2 victory for Swindon Town today over Northampton. A great game. Some fantastic goals as well. Fifth in the table. They are they are doing really what well. They're doing well. They're, they're slowly cementing themselves into the playoffs are Swindon Town. There are a couple of teams below them that have got a game in hand above them and things like that. But they're on a really good run of form at the moment. Two unbeaten. Can they continue 2022? Have they started today? And then a great game. All the goals. Just like the Swindon game. Down at the Bescott Stadium. You haven't been on a away game unless you've passed this ground um, as you pass through Birmingham on your way to the north. And that is Warsaw. They had the visitors from Wales today. Warsaw 3, Newport County 3. And I've got to say, watching the highlights today, it's always great to see that last minute equaliser. A win was great for Morecambe, as, as I mentioned, but Warsaw got that equaliser. I've got to say, they celebrated in style. A couple of fans on the pitch celebrating with them. 3-3 three, three for them. Newport County that draw was needed after a loss, but you are still in the playoffs. As for Warsaw, you are 13th. Three games unbeaten. Some really good form at the moment for Warsaw. Can they keep it up? They're slowly catching the pack of the playoffs. They're now six points adrift of them. Now, a team that I do want to mention is their first time in the Football League um, for themselves, and it's Sutton United. They're three unbeaten at the moment. They're currently third in the league. Doing absolutely fantastic. And I was reading a, I saw a stat that someone had put together for the all-time 2021 league table. I'm just going to bring that up um, just while we're there. But Sutton United today, and a, a win against a team that know this league far too well, and that's Exeter City. Um, a 2-1 victory for Sutton United. Exeter City, that leaves you in eighth. That's three losses now on the bounce for Exeter. As I mentioned, two on the bounce for Sutton United but I just wanted to quickly show you this so this is a 2021 table so all the leagues all 92 clubs and it's all based on PPG but Sutton actually find themselves in the top six of that so they're the only league two side in the top 10 um, is Sutton obviously it is their first season and they've played 51 but they've got a PPG of 1.84 per game so i just wanted to mention there for sutton united and the fantastic job that him uh, the team and matt gray are doing in their first season in league two as for the table forest green rovers northampton town sutton united in the automatic spots tranmere swindon port vale newport county make up the playoffs exeter mansfield leighton orient harrogate town and bradford city make up the top half in the bottom half, Warsaw, Crawley, Hartlepool United, Salford City, Rochdale, Bristol Rovers, Barrow, Colchester, Carlisle and Stevenage occupy the spots down to 22nd. And still in the relegation zone are Scunthorpe United and Oldham Athletic. One of my favourite parts. Next, it's non-league. One of my favourite parts of the Old Things Football podcast is rounding up what's happened in non-league football. And the reason I do that is because it doesn't get the coverage it deserves across many other football podcasts that are out there. And if there are, they are only dedicated to non-league. And I want to dedicate this to All Things Football and non-league is a part of that. So here we go, the National League. A couple of games were played again and it all kicked off on New Year's Day as the league leaders Chesterfield got another win for themselves a 1-0 victory over Kingsland Town that brings Chesterfield's current rate of 11 games unbeaten can they return back to the football league it's been since 2018 was the last time they played there can they finally do it this season 
Some couple of games on the 2nd of January. We have Borehamwood nil, Barnet nil, Dagenham and Redbridge 3, Dover 1 and Notts County 3. Wrexham won in an old time EFL league fixture game there. And we had the one fixture yesterday, yesterday, which was Grimsby Town 1, Halifax Town 1. We're going back to the normal, just covering the top seven sides, the ones that are looking for promotion into the Football League. As we mentioned, Chesterfield are top. They are 11 unbeaten. In second place, we've got Halifax Town, who are currently five unbeaten in the league. Then we have Wrexham in third. Um, up until that defeat today, they were three unbeaten, so they are third in the league. Boreham Wood, they find themselves in fourth position. They are seven games unbeaten and they've got a fair few games in hand as well. So don't be surprised if you see Boreham Wood back at the top of the tree maybe at some point in fifth position after a late resurgence after some poor form up until the end of 2021 Dagenham and Redbridge they are in fifth four games unbeaten for themselves they joined by Notts County in sixth position and they are also four games unbeaten with that big win today uh, over Wrexham 3-1 there and then in seventh position cropping up the playoffs is Bromley uh, Bromley had a loss for their game um, in the last game themselves but they didn't play um due to a postponement for them but they are still find themselves in seventh position but previously they were three games unbeaten going into the new year so that covers the top seven positions in terms of the teams at the bottom end of the table weymouth kingsland town and over athletic still find themselves in the bottom three there on to national league north National League North, there was only three games that were played that involved the top seven sides. And surprising result, actually. Kettering Town 3, Brackley, who are currently top of the league, won. Um, a couple of losses in the last five for Brackley Town. Hopefully the wheels aren't coming off as they search for promotion to the National League, which I believe would be the first time in their history they have got to that level of non-league ladder there. Bly Spartans 2, Gateshead 1, and Boston United 2, Alfreton 3. So the game, the teams that did play out of the top seven, not a great weekend for themselves. All three losing um, there, there. But as, as it matters, Brackley Town, they are still top of the league. Gateshead, um, that was the first loss for themselves. Previous that, they were unbeaten in a good four or five games as well since that FA Cup heroics when they played Charlton Athletic. Third position, we've got AFC Filed. AFC Filed haven't played, um, but they do find themselves um, in third position. Fourth is Chorley. I want to quickly talk about Chorley because they're currently sixth. Um, sorry, they are fourth in the table, but they are sixth unbeaten in the league. In fifth position, we've got Kidderminster Harriers, who didn't play as well this weekend. However, they are eight unbeaten in National League North. And the team that has had a really, really strong end of 2021. And will they capitalise on that in this new year? As Southport sit in sixth position and they are 11 games unbeaten in National League North and then cropping up in seventh position is Boston United a 2-3 loss um, to Alfreton Town. Now in the National League South I gave them a bit of a digging because Maidstone United um, they were pretty much nose diving down the table at one point but credit where it's due they are now finding themselves top of the table after going seven games unbeaten in the league and that topped itself off today with a 2-0 victory over Tonbridge Angels. Um, so that's Maidstone United, top of the league. Still seven 
unbeaten in National League South. Further fixtures, Ebbsfleet United 1, Dartford 0, Slough 2, Oxford City 2, Havant and Waterlooville 1, Dorking Wanderers 3. Now, Havant and Waterlooville and Dorking Wanderers have played quite recently. Um, you may have mentioned me when I said that they won 8-0 over Havant and Waterlooville. I'm just going to double-check that for myself, but I'm pretty sure I did mention the fact that Dorking played Havant and Waterlooville and it was an 8-0. Yes, it was. It was an 8-0 lo- a win for Dorking over Havant and they won again today. 3-1. So, 11 goals. They've scored against having a Waterlooville in two games. Not a great, and their and their goal difference has really, really taken a shock. Having a Waterlooville with those two losses, but another further win for Dorking in the league. Dorwich Hamlet nil, Worthing one, and Hungerford three. Hampton and Richmond nil. That was played yesterday. So Hungerford again back to winning ways for themselves. So Mason United they are top of the tree. Ebbsfleet United four games unbeaten, second. Oxford City, two games unbeaten in third. Dorking Wanderers, as we mentioned, four games beaten with a fair few goals in that as well. Dartford find themselves in fifth. Dulwich Hamlet in sixth and Hungerford Town in seventh. Unfortunately, there wasn't any other games that were played um, in the leagues lower than that. But just to reiterate, Northern Premier, Matlock Town still lead the way. Southern League Premier Central, Banbury United, they are currently top of the tree. With Nuneaton Borough, uh, my local non-league team, they are playing today um, as this is released. Um, they play St Ives Town, looking to get a further victory. And uh, I might even pop down myself actually I might even pop down myself and watch that tomorrow night um, in the Southern League Premier Central Southern League Premier South Farnborough still lead the way and the Ithmian League Premier is Worthing um, Worcester City um, I still mention it from a good pal um, their game was postponed today um, so there was no fixture for Worcester City and that rounds up the non-league segment and when I come back it's time to end the show And that brings an end to the first episode of 2022 from the All Things Football podcast. Some fair few subjects there, some really good results in the leagues as we see. Morecambe being the team of the day um, for their comeback over Doncaster Rovers. But it's still a shame that we're still having to talk about the, the focal point that is the referees and VAR. Some really poor decisions. We used to be proud of the standard of referees in this country um, and it has really, really dipped in recent years. And VAR isn't help, helping it's working in other countries really well um, but for some reason we just can't grasp it here in the uk um it, it does need a change the standard needs to change there needs there's something needs to be reviewed because some of the decisions that are being made whether they're right or wrong um some of the decisions for var they're just not consistent enough one thing will happen in one game but it won't happen the same thing can happen in another game and it doesn't happen and yeah i think just a review needs to be done however It is what it is, and we can only discuss it even further, and no doubt it will be a topic of discussion as we go on. Really looking forward to next week. Um, It is FA Cup third round weekend, so we'll cover the FA Cup. There are some games in League 1 and in League 2, and of course, we'll round up the non-league action as well. You can find us, and you can look out for social media updates on Twitter. Just look for ATF on Anchor for Twitter. And on Facebook, just search All Things Football podcast until next week speak to you again